Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. yesterday's programme, Colin, which incidentally is on the theme of what it means to be in Christ Jesus by reading a verse from Ephesians 1, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And Paul says just after that, now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. All this that has happened to us, this total acceptance that we've been speaking of all week, is only possible because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. There he took all our sin, all our failure, uh, all, all our guilt upon himself. He overcame the enemy, he overcame sickness, he made it possible for us to receive the full inheritance of those who belong to Christ Jesus. Before we were outside of Christ, we were not able to draw near to him. But now, he says, we have been brought near. God has placed us so near that we live in Christ and he in us. And when he does that, He doesn't just bless us individually, but he puts us together in the body of Christ or in his temple, which is another way the church is described, together with all the others who are in Christ. We are all living stones in that temple. And Paul says at uh, the end of chapter 2 of Ephesians, in him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his Spirit. So there's a sense in which God lives in each one of us as believers because the Holy Spirit lives in us. But there's a sense in which he lives in the body. He lives in the church. He lives in the body of believers that are the holy temple in the Lord. Not the holy temple of the Lord, but the holy temple in the Lord. We are in Christ Jesus. He unites everything, everybody. Yes, in him we are being built together. So the more we recognize our unity with Christ, the more we recognize our unity with one another. It's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful truth. But of course, so often, uh, the church has been renowned for its disunity and divisions. This is very sad reflection on the fact that so many Christians do not live in the revelation of the truth. Because, you see, if we lived conscious of our life together in Christ, then we would be concerned to live at one with all the others who were in Christ. We would recognize that it is never God's purpose for us to live separate, independent Christian lives. So, uh, 
Borg continues this revelation of in Christ. He says, his intent, God's purpose, was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be known, made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. In other words, to the whole created host, spiritual host, not just the, uh, uh, the creation on earth. The church should, should reveal, should make known God's eternal purposes which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now what's Paul getting at? He's saying that the church should be such a powerful body of people that who God is is proclaimed to the heavens as well as to the earth. And the authority that God has over all the spiritual powers and dominions that exist, things that to us are very, um, I think, obscure. They're not easily understood, but the scripture is very clear that those powers exist. And we should be declaring to everybody in heaven and on earth who Christ is because we live in him and he in us. And so Paul says, in him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. And, and you see, this is why this is such an important revelation. If I know I'm in Christ, then I know I have access to the Father. I know I have access to the throne of God. I know I can come right into the Holy of Holies, that nothing bars my way to having complete fellowship and unity with God my Father, with the Lord Jesus Christ, and with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I am free. I am free from everything in my life that could make me feel unwanted, unaccepted, unloved, everything that makes me feel unworthy. God has overcome all that through the blood of Jesus, and God has made me totally acceptable and welcomes me into his presence. We shouldn't think that, that it's difficult to come into the presence of God, right into the throne room of God, because this is his will for the whole church. And Paul prays, doesn't he, in at the end of chapter 3 of Ephesians for the church, and he says at the end of that, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now, that is an important uh, revelation for us to understand that it is always God's purpose for his church to be living in Christ Jesus. It's his purpose for all generations, forever and ever, while this creation lasts, that we should be in Christ Jesus. And his power will be at work within us, the power that enables us to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, because we are in Christ Jesus. It is so wonderful uh, what God has made available to us and what becomes possible in our lives. That verse really does suggest that we limit God dreadfully. What limits God is our unbelief. And um, that is the destructive nature of unbelief. Uh, 
Faith releases the power of God. Unbelief restricts the power of God in our lives. And I want to finish this week of programs. There are so many more scriptures we could like, but I want to finish with a well-known verse from Ephesians 4 verse 19, and my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Where are all his glorious riches? In Christ Jesus. What did we see at the beginning of the week? He has made us rich in every way because we are in Christ Jesus. How will all our needs be met? According to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. So you see, having this revelation of being in Christ opens the way for you to understand that God will meet all your needs. We need to understand that Paul says this within the context of congratulating the Philippians for the way in which they have been giving to others. And Jesus said it is more blessed to give than receive, and the measure you give will be the, the measure that you will receive back. So if we want to see God meeting all our needs, we need to give of ourselves to him, to live out our lives in him. And if we live out our lives in him, then we will want his life to be flowing through our lives so that he is touching the lives of other people, that he is giving of himself, of his life, of his love, of his power, of his joy, of his peace, of his healing, of his grace, of his mercy to other people through us. And as we live to really reveal the one in whom we live and who lives in us, then his promise is that he will meet all of our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. There are so many more verses of scripture that we could use. Uh, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. You see, your life, all the answers you could ever need are in Christ Jesus. And Paul sees that every Christian, every believer is living in Christ Jesus. So he ends his letter to Philippians by saying, greet all the saints, that is all the believers, in Christ Jesus. So I trust that this week, you have come to a much greater understanding of the life that you have in Christ, that you live in him and he lives in you. He is the one who is going to reveal himself through you. So when he writes to the Colossians, Paul says, So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. You have been given fullness of life in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 